For most of us, sex is one of life's greatest treasures. It can also be a tragedy. The reasons why seem obvious. I can sum them up quickly for you in this fit for the public first section of the story. I really, truly don't think you want to request the second section companion poem, see below. It's going to be too rough for you. Thank you for reading and thank you for clicking the backlinks. Stay well. Love, 10. P.S. As always, if you find these weekly bits bothersome, let me know and I'll stop sending them to you. If you find the reading at all enjoyable, please, it literally takes only seconds, click one or more or all of the highlighted backlinks following this paragraph. This simple process is completely without risk, cost, or difficulty. All it does is bring you to the site that is highlighted. Each click is a big help in pushing Fearless Puppy up in the Google rankings. Whether you browse the sites or close the windows immediately, your help has been delivered when you click. Thank you. Fearless Puppy Website Blog Fearless Puppy on American Road slash Amazon page Reincarnation through Common Sense slash Amazon page Fearless Website Our Global Sexual Misconduct Problem There are sexual misconduct and rape problems in Nepal. They are probably no worse here than in America and not as severe as in some other parts of the world, but they exist. Most cultures and countries have suffered and condoned this tragedy since the beginning of people. The criminal sexuality problem has been more strongly brought to our attention in recent years by advances in technology that now circulate news instantaneously across the globe. That is of course a good thing, but the same technology also fosters a commercial manipulation that aggravates the problem. That commercial manipulation is one of several concrete reasons why so many folks are ruled as much by their genitals as they are by their minds and hearts. It is certainly necessary to hold the individual perverts accountable for their actions. But isn't our reaction to all the sensationalist exposures of sexual deviance by celebrities just a bit short-sighted? Where is the much more important indictment of our culture? Our religions? Our advertising? Nature's hardwiring of human reproductive drives is so much to deal with all by itself that it makes most people's heads explode during puberty. Having the male equipment makes the job even more difficult. It takes effort, willpower, and education to ensure that harmlessly out-of-control boys don't grow up to become harmfully out-of-control men. Do we get that training? No. Instead we get religiously mandated sexual repression that too often leads to criminally explosive acting out. Commercial advertising adds fuel to the fire. It gives us an insipid sexual hypnosis designed to sell products. The people behind these processes use sexual references and images to push the buttons within us that are beyond most people's conscious control. Salesmen have used this approach powerfully enough to convince people to do some pretty bizarre things and purchase some very bizarre products. The effects of this constant battering by sexual nuance within advertising, religious sexual repression, and no longer relevant gender role assignments have led us into social disaster. So what do we do? Do we try to cut off the problem at its source? Do we attempt to uproot this systemic manipulation of our population by prosecuting or at least making changes within those institutions responsible for all this negative brainwashing? No, we prefer the gross sensationalist approach that allows us to stay in denial about our systemic shortcomings. We prefer to deny our collective responsibility and malfunctions by heaping rage upon a few degenerates that have been clumsy, evil, and unfortunate enough to get picked out of the crowd. This allows us to feel good about being on the right side without having to take any action that may wobble the status quo. It allows us to enjoy a delusional feeling of moral superiority while still being complicit in systems that foster a real moral degeneracy. Of course, everyone is responsible for their actions and again, individual perverts are not excusable. 
but from another angle and in a deeper sense, their prosecution equates to the war on individual illegal drug users as opposed to addressing a drug culture that has been spawned, sponsored, and fostered by the pharmaceutical-slash-medical industry. It also bears resemblance to the war on poor people that we are engaged in as opposed to the war on poverty that we should be engaging. These systemic malfunctions are global problems. But as is so often true, America gets the lion's share of media coverage and so seems to lead the way. Do we want to be the nation that leads the world in prosecuting sexually degenerated individuals while at the same time leading the world in perpetuating the degenerate systems that produce those sick individuals? Humanity has reached a by any means necessary need for change regarding religious sexual repression, our culturally accepted norms based on gender role anachronisms, and the modern hypnotic mental disease that is commercial advertising. As is true of so many global problems, there is a lot of talk but not enough action. So many essential messages from activists, comedians, sages, and even politicians continue to fall on deaf ears in spite of their importance. We ignore difficult problems and even more difficult solutions in favor of manageable scapegoats, alibis, and excuses. You can hang everyone from the most severe Cosbys to the mildest Frankens. You can string them up in public from the highest trees you can find. If not a very compassionate reaction, it is certainly an understandable one. But treating a symptom never cured a disease. There is a short poetic companion piece that goes with this prose bit above. It is a continuing rant about how we, through our social conventions, have fostered a very dangerous and unhealthy attitude toward women and sexuality. IT lays responsibility for that on we individuals for not taking the reins of our amorphous society or culture. IT indicts we folks that make up our societies rather than treating those social collectives as if they were independently operating structures outside of our influence. Humans often feel attached to their social collective when it is convenient. We went to the moon. We won the war. We built a civilization. But humans also quickly detach from social structures and institutions when they are inconvenient, bothersome, horrifying, or even just embarrassing. The medical industry kills more people than IT saves. Corporations are destroying the planet. The government starts immoral wars that kill millions of innocent people. The entire medical industry, every corporation, and all governments are composed of we the people of Earth. But most folks mentally distance themselves from and transfer responsibility to amorphous structures. We don't recognize ourselves as the real perpetrators, or even as complicit participants. The poem in question does not take that stance. IT will be seen as way too crude and offensive for most folks. If you want to see IT anyway, please send me a request. I will be glad to forward IT to you, on condition that if you end up being repulsed rather than inspired by the, so-called, foul language, harsh rhetoric, and merciless observations, you will please remember that you were warned about this piece. Again, it is probably not for you. Be well. Many thanks to our wonderful friends at Pima Boutique Hotel for their help and support. The book's fearless puppy on American Road and reincarnation through common sense by this same author are also available through Amazon or the Fearless Puppy website, where there are sample chapters from those books. Entertaining TV slash radio interviews with and newspaper articles about the author are also available there. There is no charge for anything but the complete books. All author profits from book sales will be donated to help sponsor an increase in the number of wisdom professionals on earth, beginning with but certainly not limited to Buddhist monks and nuns. If you missed the introduction to the new book that will be titled Temple Dog Soldier, or would like to see several chapters of it that are available for free online, go to the puppy website blog section. This is a book in progress. You will be reading it as it is being created. Just like you, I don't know what the next chapter is going to be about until it is written. As the intro will tell you, 
This is a totally true story, and probably the only book ever written by and about a corpse journeying completely around the world.